Shannon here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that's come up in several conversations, particularly with regard to delegation and when we go to hand off things to other people, and that is trust. Now, trust is a really interesting word, and I'm going to talk about it in two particular contexts. The very first one is a general trust. And in preparation for this podcast, I went and looked up the definition of trust from Merriam-Webster, and here's what it is. Trust is the firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone or something. And another definition is a person or thing in which confidence is placed. Now, when I talk about trust, that's pretty much how I think about it. If I think about people I know, it's like, sure, I trust them. But then there's another element of trust that I'm going to call specific trust. And this was very useful in a coaching conversation I had yesterday because specific trust is, do I trust you with this particular task? Do I trust you with this responsibility? Do I trust you to get the results that I would get in this situation or even to do it better? And that, my friends, is a completely different kettle of fish. I can trust someone generally, but not know them well enough, not know the task well enough, just not have had the experience to know whether or not to trust people specifically. And when it comes to successful delegation, this is an incredibly important element. So let's dive deep and figure out how we can increase our specific trust in certain situations. Just to set the context for you, I want you to think of a very specific situation in where you went to hand over something to someone else, something you've been doing for a certain period of time, you knew it really, really well, and you're kind of like, eh, are they doing it the same way that I want them to that I think is right? I mean, they're doing a good job, but is it the best job and how much do I trust them? All of us have had that experience at some point when you hand over your baby and you're like, hmm, are you going to do good things with this or not? Because this is our output. This is our creativity at work here. And we really do want that specific trust that someone is going to do at least what we would do, if not something better. And that's the standard that we're going to work towards. So how do we actually get there? Well, first of all, I think this, in fact, is a good context for the conversation. It's like, I want to develop the specific trust with you about delegating this particular task. So that's what we're going to be working towards. And that's something you can absolutely communicate to people when they're taking something over for you. And again, this could be them taking over the management of the company, or it can be them taking over your schedule. Large or small, doesn't matter. Not that schedules are small, by the way. But there are lots of things that fit into this particular conversation. Now, one of the key aspects of creating specific trust is to really, what we've found, understand the person to whom you're delegating. And when I say understand that person, you kind of have to know what their strengths are. So StrengthsFinder is a phenomenal resource for that. Go to gallopstrengthcenter.com. Colby, if you're interested in learning how people naturally problem solve and you want to play to those strengths, colby.com and do the Colby A profile. That information is gold because then you kind of know how their brain works, how their mental energy plays out and what they're going to spend their creativity on, how they're going to approach a situation, how they're going to solve it. Colby is an incredibly accurate predictor of that. And then all of the other tools and profiles out there. DISC I really like because it tells you whether or not people are task or people focused, whether or not they're outgoing or more reserved, whether or not they're fast paced or even paced. So all of these profiles can help you learn faster I'm all about the shortcuts. I'm all about getting somewhere more quickly if I can. Because really, it can take a long time to get to know how people actually do things. And when you have these tools and resources available to you, it gives you the way to leapfrog ahead. You can facilitate faster successful delegation and handoffs actually happening. 
One of the other things that I've discovered, and this is actually just a recent learning, is that one of the ways that a good handoff or delegation can go awry and trust be eroded is when the context is not set. So I've watched a couple of conversations now between really close friends of mine and their person that they're delegating to, and these misunderstandings arise because the context was not set up at the very beginning. So if you set the context at the very beginning, oh, remember back to when we talked about this particular issue? Here's my thought on it now. And then that person knows how to take action on it. Otherwise, and this happens a lot with entrepreneurs delegating to their team, it can look like meddling. It can look like micromanaging. It can look like sticking our fingers in where they're not welcome. Thank you very much. And the team's like, why are you bothering with this? Now, for you, if it's related to a bigger picture issue that, as far as you're concerned, is in fact in your realm, in your scope of influence, then that makes sense. Otherwise, if you don't set that context, the team is wondering, why are you doing this and not something else? So this happens a lot between entrepreneurs and team members, between team leaders and team members, between your team member and someone that's just been hired on to take over that particular role. I see this miscommunication happen a lot. So if you take the time, a couple of sentences, a few seconds at most, to really set the context, it allows someone else to be in the same conversation with you. Because frankly, you're having one in your head, and this is a way for them to join in with that and you not to be perceived of as meddling, as kind of in the way, as interrupting, because that's really not a very fun circumstance to be in. The other thing that I've found with regard to specific trust, and this ties a little bit into people's strengths and unique abilities, and that is to really know what people are listening for. And again, this very much plays out to how people are wired. I know that I'm an idea person. So in any conversation, I'm very focused on the why and the what. What are we doing? What difference does it make? Why is this important? And that's what I am tuned to hear. Now, I work with someone very near and dear to me, Nicole, who's my support partner, who is interested in the why and the what, but when her ears perk up, it's when she learns about the when and the where and the how. And this is powerful because she's looking for action words. She goes, that's when I can be most useful. That's when I can make a contribution. And I think that's kind of a blast because out of the same conversation, she and I are going to take completely different things. And if we're going to work well together and develop that specific trust, I'm going to trust what I know she's listening for, and she's going to trust to know what I'm listening for. Now, the final point I want to make has a lot to do with, again, just tying this into unique ability. Particularly when it comes to really specific trust, I want someone to trust me, or at least I know I'm very trustworthy, when I'm doing what I love to do and am best at, which is really the short definition of unique ability. So can I be counted on to innovate new ideas, to come up with new ideas for podcasts, to be able to come up with solutions in the moment, in conversations, coaching with people? Yes, you can absolutely count on me to do that. However, despite my many years of training and relatively decent brain, do you want to count on me to constantly monitor a schedule, to maintain things, to schedule things, to do research? Mm, no, that would be a very bad idea. So I want to be trusted for those things that are in my strength circle, that are within my unique ability, and I trust other people on the things that they're unique at. Things that I, frankly, am not that skilled at, I'm going to need a lot of reminders, a lot of prompts, a lot of help to actually get them done. And I actually kind of don't want to be trusted for those. Let's find a technology. Let's find a person who's much better at those things. The things I want to be trusted for are things that, again, are within my unique ability. 
So when we get to talking about specific trust, this has everything to do with successful teamwork. It has to do with successful handoffs of tasks and activities and responsibilities. Again, my way of really looking at a successful delegation is like what I call unique ability relay. A unique ability relay, just like a relay race, there are two really important things. One is have the right person in the right position in the race and your position on the team. And second of all, don't drop the baton. So make sure that people really understand your success criteria. Make sure that you've got that list down. Let people know how they can be successful in this particular role. That's a good handoff. There's a distinction between delegation and abdication. So you're not whipping it at someone. You're not throwing it. You're not dropping it. You're actually doing an effective handoff to make sure they've got it and they can take it and run. So I want you to have that sort of model in your mind. And again, what makes that easy to do is using the tools, StrengthsFinder, Colby, DISC, whatever other personality profiles you like to use. All of those are really, really helpful because they help give you confidence. Confidence is another word to use instead of trust, that someone's going to take it and do something really, really great with it. So as you're looking at growing your company, as you're looking at freeing yourself up to do much more of what you're really, really good at and how you make your best contribution, Creating and developing specific trust with your team, with your network is going to be essential. So the benefits of creating very specific trust with the people with whom you're working is that you'll be freed up to do more of what you're best at. I know that's certainly what I experience almost daily in working with my team. You'll have phenomenal collaboration. You'll produce far more successful results. And you won't have that nagging anxiety or fear that happens when you just don't know how someone else is approaching something. If you're great at setting context, you know to whom you're delegating, you know what they're listening for, and you know what their strengths are, you will have great teamwork and great team success. Thanks very much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know at questions at strategiccoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes. And we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more team success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.